it was um, suggested that I share a testimony, and, and um, <laughs> I will. Um, I just want to say before I even start that because you don't know what's gone on over the last 24 hours, um, all I can tell you is that um, if you wanted the perfect message to go with the passage that I'm going to read, we should just do all of those songs again um, because they really do just fit so much, I think, with where I'm at and where my heart's at and the passage that we're going to look at. Because um, for those of you who sort of know me and, and know my sort of my preaching style or my teaching style, I'm a person who really likes to have everything written down. And word for word, I know exactly what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it. I practice it. I rehearse it. Um, I know. Only I don't have any because, again, God seems to have um, wanted to work in me and teach me more dependency on him and reliance on him. And, and, you know, there are times when you pray things like, Lord, have your way with me. And then you think, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Um, And that's where I was last night. Um, I've known for quite a while that this was the date that I was going to share, and and I've had uh, about a million and one verses going through my head that I wanted to put together and compact and and share, and and I got to sort of writing them up, as I always do, the night before, and um, around about 3.30 this morning, um, none of it was happening. And I was in a place where I, I was beginning to seriously panic, and it's not the first time I've been here. Um, and I sort of stopped at around about four o'clock, getting very stressed. And I sort of opened up the Bible, and one of the great places to go to in times like that is Psalms. They're just so encouraging. And so I hit Psalm 103, which is what we're going to look at today. And I don't have notes. I don't have any deep uh, sort of study. I don't have any background. I don't have any, you know, um, stuff that I've been working on, commentaries that I've looked at. What I have is the experience that God gave me this morning at four o'clock when I read Psalm 103. When I stopped in the middle of mental chaos, cut and paste, 26 pages of how do you, what? And I just want us to listen to the psalm because, you know, it tells us everything that we really need to know. And think about the worship songs that we've just been singing because they're, they're a real testimony to what this psalm is talking about. We've been doing this morning what the psalm is talking about. And it's just awesome when we take that time to look at God's word and to allow God's word to minister and to to allow God's word to be a part of who we are and what we're doing. And it's a psalm that encourages praise. You know, how many of you, when you're, you're going through tough times, feel like praising? Do you ever have times when you actually just don't want to praise? So I've got two people nodding and everybody else is like, no. 
which is great. <laughs> but it's, it's tough sometimes, isn't it, to, to praise. It's an effort. And yet the funny thing is when you begin to, when you do what, what David does in this psalm, it's incredible how God can lift you out of where you are and take you to a radically different place. So uh, I went round to John's at 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, very nervous. Uh, and I had to sort of say, I'm, I'm, I don't, my message that I was going to do that, that was really good. And, um, I haven't got it. Um, I've got a psalm. And um, I haven't got any messages out of it. I, don't, I'm, you know, I haven't studied for it. I haven't prepared for it. I don't have any words. And... and So here we are, Psalm 103. And I I do encourage you to just listen uh, and just understand what's going on here. You know, David starts the psalm with, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. You know, David's uh, doing something I do quite a lot. He's talking to himself. But he's speaking words of encouragement to the very essence of his being, his soul. And he's telling his soul, praise the Lord. You know, this should be the desire of our heart, shouldn't it? To praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise his holy name. To music as well. (laughs) Praise the Lord, my soul. And, And then he goes beyond that and he says, and forget not all his benefits. And then he starts to list them. You know, these are the benefits that God gives us. These are the benefits that belong to us. As believers in him. You know, praise the Lord. Praise his holy name. Who? The one who forgives all your sins. And heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. And crowns you with love. And compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. That's who our soul can praise. This is what God's done for us. And, you know, I think the worship this morning has has just echoed, or it led, and we're echoing it, but, you know, it just echoes that whole thing. God, who forgives all our sins. redeems our life from the pit, crowns us with love and compassion, who satisfies our desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. You know, isn't it incredible when you come into that presence of God that you start to feel revitalized? You know, I did. By around about 20 past four, I'm thinking, this is great. Now I can get back to my sermon. I'm, and he's like, no. <laughs> Who 
The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. You know, is that the view of the Lord that you have? Do you know that about God? He's compassionate and gracious. You know, I used to hear a lot of people saying that, you know, that, 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 that it's almost like there's two gods, the God of the Old Testament, who's, you know, vengeful and full of wrath, and the God of the New Testament that's all love. And, and I think, yeah, hang on, you come to Psalm 103, and this is the God of the Old Testament, and you go to Revelation... It's the same God. He's compassionate, gracious. He's slow to anger and abounding in love. And he will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. I wonder how many of us really take this verse on board. He does not treat us as our sins deserve. I know God doesn't treat me as my sins deserve. He doesn't. Or repay us according to our iniquities. Why not? For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west... So far, he has removed our transgressions from us. I really find it difficult. I said this to John this morning. I saw it. It's so hard to say that verse and not start singing the song. Don't you? I, do, I really do. And it's all I've had going through my head all morning. You know, but there's something to be said about what's said there. You know that, that um, he doesn't say from the north to the south. He says from the east to the west. And do you understand the significance of that? You know, north to south is about 12,250 miles, I think. I don't know. It's got to be more than that. And when you, when you start at the north, if you go south and you get to the south, what happens if you keep going? You come back up to the north. You know, you start to, from the south, you go up to the north, you come back down to the south. But, you know, if you head off east and you just keep going, you can only go east. <laughs> if you go west, I don't, don't know if I'm doing it the right way around, but... Probably works from where you're sitting. (laughs) But you just keep going west. You know, and that's how far he puts our sins from us. An everlasting distance apart. I just think that's really incredible. That's how far he's removed our transgressions from us. And, you know, I think sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But that's what the Bible says. That's what God says. You know, and, and I, for one, want to take him at his word. So Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. And I love this. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. 
they flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. You know, I don't know about you, but that gives me a sense that God really does understand our frailty. And I just wonder if, like me, there are people who have greater expectations of what they're capable of, or they put greater expectation on themselves than God expects. Does that make sense? I wonder if we put expectation on other people that God doesn't put on them. When we feel like we need to work harder or do better, you know? God knows how we're made. He knows how we're formed. He remembers that we are dust. The wind blows over it. Oh, they flourish like a flower in the field. The wind blows over and it's gone and its place remembers it no more. But... And that word's such an important word in scripture. But from everlasting to everlasting. So that's a pretty long time, isn't it? The Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts, the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. You know, David encourages his soul to praise the Lord and to remember what God has done and who God is, where he resides. And then he makes a declaration in the last two verses. And it's, a, it's an outward declaration. He says, praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts. You, his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. For me this morning, this was a real uh, sort of encouraging psalm. And I don't like to think of the Bible as formulas, but, you know, when you read through Scripture, it's, a, it, it's a, a love story to us, isn't it? It's an instruction manual to us, isn't it? You know, it's God talking to us about how to live, how to receive him, how to know him, how to walk with him, how to trust in him, how to give yourself over to him. And we've been doing it this morning. And, and I, do, I do, I just often, when I'm at the back, looking at everybody from behind, it really is awesome to see how many people are just praising the Lord. It's a good thing to do. And I just want you to be um, encouraged. My prayer is that you'll be encouraged this morning 
in Psalm 103. That if you're down or, or you're in a place where you find it difficult or you're struggling or for whatever reason you just don't feel in that place of praise, start to praise. Praise the Lord for all he's done, for who he is and for how he thinks about you. Amen.